Shalom to all. Today's office, Ksubis Afnon Gimel. We are starting the 17th line, the fourth word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basab, Yaakov, Misha, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav, Barbara Asher, Anshul, his Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Gemara says, Bamine Rav Yemer Saba, Mir of Nachman, Rav Yemer Saba, Asher of Nachman, Maher Ksubasa Labayla, if a woman sells her Ksuba to her husband, selling her Ksuba means selling her rights to collect her Ksuba in the event her husband dies or divorces her, Yashla Ksubas Ben Indichwin or Ainla Ksubas Ben Indichwin, does she still have the rights to Ksubas Ben Indichwin or not? On one hand, by selling it, she's giving all the rights of the ksuba to her husband. On the other hand, perhaps she doesn't have the ability to give up on something that has to do with her children, as the ksuba spin goes to her sons. So Amalei Rava, Rava told him, You should ask in the case of Mecheles if she's Mechel or ksuba. So Amalei, he told him, Right now I'm asking regarding Mecheles. Why is that a bigger question? Because we could technically say that she was forced because of Zuzi, because of financial matters. It's as if she was struck a hundred times with an uchla. Mecheles, you have to even ask in a case of Mecheles, meaning when she sells her ksuba, it's quite apparent that she's doing so because of financial issues she's having. That's the meaning of machula mea uchli ba'uchla. They struck her a hundred times with an uchla, which is a whip that has a weight at the end of it. In other words, she was forced to sell it because of financial problems. So in that case, there's more room to say that she's only selling the bare minimum, her part, but not the tanak ksuba ksuba's benedichrin. As opposed to when she's meichel her ksuba, because she's not gaining anything from being meichel it, there's more room to say that she's meichel the whole thing. So that's why we're asking by mecheres and not by mecheles. So Amarava, he clarifies, Pshitali, it's obvious to me that mecheres ksubas lacherim, if she sells it to somebody else, she sells her ksuba to a third party, not to her husband. And in the event that her husband dies or divorces her, that third party that bought it from her is going to get her ksuba. So yesh ksubas ben she still retains the right to ksubas ben she did not sell that to the third party. My time, why is that? Zuzia It's because clearly she was forced because of financial matters to sell it, and therefore she's only selling her part, not her kid's part. Mecheles ksubas salabayla, if she was meichel her ksuba to her husband, and the ksubas ben she doesn't get ksubas ben My time, why is that? Because clearly she was Michael the entire thing. She was trying to do something nice for her husband, so she's clearly being Michael everything. But by Rava, Rava asks, and this is the question we've been talking about, let's say she sold her ksuba to her husband. Is that like selling it to others or like being Michael to her husband? Which one? So after he asked it, he answered it. When she sells it to her husband, it's as if she's selling it to others. Why is that? Because the only time it's relevant is if he dies. Now that he dies, instead of her getting her ksuba, his Yarshim get it. So it's like selling it to others, namely his Yarshim. And in such a case, as Rava said, the Ksubas Ben is not being sold. However, now Master Rav Edibar Avani asked the following question, and this has come from something that we learned in Yavamis of a scenario where a woman's husband went overseas. One aide came and gave testimony that her husband died. So she went and got remarried, and then the original husband showed up. So there's a number of penalties in this situation, including, as the Gemara says now, Mesa, if she dies, Ein Yarshim Shalzeve, Ein Yarshim Shalzeve, Yarshim Ksubasa, neither the Yarshim of her first husband or of her second husband are going to Yarshim or Ksuba. Vavina Ban, we ask on that, Ksubasa. What are we talking about regarding her ksuba? We already said in the Mishnah earlier over there that she loses her ksuba because she got married to the second guy and she wasn't allowed to. So she loses her ksuba. What does that mean that no one's going to yash on her ksuba? Of course not. That we're talking about over there is ksuba spin in that neither of the yarshim of her first husband or second husband are going to yash on the ksuba spin in But here's the question why not? Why don't we also say in this case, Yetzar Ansa, that her Yetzar, that she really wanted to get married, it was like it was made an inus for her that she got married to this second fellow, and that's similar to when she sells her ksuba somebody else because of financial issues, she doesn't give up on the Ksubas ben Indichrin. So Gemara says that's not a problem. Hasa, Knasa, who the Kansur Abonan. Over there, it's a Knasa, the Chum Knast her, since she didn't do her due diligence to check into whether or not her first husband really died. So even though, yes, maybe it was her Yetzer that told her, go get married to that second guy, she still should have made sure that her first husband died. And since she didn't do her due diligence, that's why even Ksubas ben Indichrin is lost out in that case. And now the Gemara continues talking about other scenarios of Tanai Ksuba, one of them known as Mizainus. The Mizainus that we're talking about is after her husband passes away, she gets fed from her husband's estate. And the question is, 
is that going to always be relevant? So Yosef Ravan Barchanina Kamed Rav Chizda. Ravan Barchanina was sitting in front of Rav Chizda. Yosef Ka'amar Mishmed Rav Lazar. He was sitting and saying in the name of Rav Lazar, If she was Michael or Ksuba to her husband, husband, you don't have to pay him my Ksuba. And then her husband dies, she does not get fed from her husband's estate. Amrullah, he told him, If you wouldn't have told me that in the name of a great man, I would have told you, Somebody repays good with bad is not going to have bad or evil leave his house. She did something tight by being Michael on the Ksuba. How can we say that she gets repaid with bad that when her husband dies, she doesn't get Mazinus? And the only way I can accept that, says Rav Chizda, is because you said in the name of Rebel Azar. And we continue talking about this. Yosef Rav Nachman, Vula, Avimi Barav Papi, Yosef Rav Chiyabar Ami Gamayu, and Rav Chiyabar Ami were sitting with them. Asahu Gavra, fellow came along, the Shriva Rusasai. His Arusa died. Amrile, they told him, Zil Kavar, you have to go bury her, Oi Havla Ksubasa, or give her a Ksuba. So Amrile Rav Chiyabar told them, How can you say that? Tanina, we learned, Ishtar Arusa, his wife, when she's an Arusa, they weren't married yet, she was just his Arusa, and then she died. Loy Einin, he does not have to be an Einin her, Loy Mitmala, and if he's a Kain, he's not to become Tamit her. Bechain, he, also she, Loy Inanus Loy Mitmala, she doesn't have to become an Einin to him, and she doesn't have to become Tommy to him. Mesa, if she dies, Ain't a Yarsha, he doesn't Yarshan her. Mesa, if he dies, Gavit Ksubasa, she gets her Ksuba. But what do we learn from here? Time of the Mesa, the only reason why she gets her Ksuba is because he died. Ha Mesa, he, but if she died, Ain't look Ksuba, she doesn't get her Ksuba, and for that matter, she doesn't get Tanai Ksuba, which means he doesn't have to bury her. And my time, why is that? Omar Vaishaya, he says, because I cannot read the following, meaning I cannot apply the following tonight Ksuba, that when you get married to somebody else, you could take that which I wrote for you. That's what it says in her Ksuba. But since she died, she's obviously not getting married to somebody else, which means she doesn't get her Ksuba. In other words, Rafi is telling them that when his Arusa died, he does not have to bury her, and if he doesn't bury her, he doesn't have to give her a Ksuba. I will continue with this. Kiyasa Ravan, when Ravan came from Eretz Yisrael, Amrish Lakish, he said in the name of Rish Lakish, Arusa Shemesa, if his Arusa died, Ain Lok Ksuba, she doesn't get Ksuba, meaning he doesn't have to bury her. Amrul Habaya, Abaya said to them, meaning to his Talmidim, Zilu Amrile, go tell him, the good that you thought that was coming to you was taken and thrown on the thorns. Meaning you came to tell us this halacha, you thought we were going to tell you, Yashar Kayach, thank you very much, what a great halacha, thank you for teaching that to us, but that's thrown on the thorns, meaning we don't need that and you don't deserve a thank you for that. Why is that? Because Kfar Tegma, Rabbi Shai had already explained that, meaning he had already taught that to us in Bavel, so we don't need your halacha. Now more discussion about Tanakh Suba, the Mishnah had said, he writes in the Ksuba that the female daughters that you have from me, after I pass away, they're going to be fed from my estate. And that's also called Mazinus. Now the question is, up until when do they get fed? So Rav Tani, Rav teaches, until they get taken by men. Meaning once they get married, then they don't get fed from their father's estate anymore. Valevi Tani, he teaches, until they become Bagaras. So the Gemara asks, Rav Afagav de Beger, or Levi Afagav de Insev, does that mean the Rav holds, even if she becomes a Bagaras, she gets fed? And Levi holds, even if she got married, she still gets fed? If she's not a Bagaras yet? How does that make sense? Once she's a Bagaras, or once she gets married, she's out of her father's Rishas already. So Gemara says, you're right. Ella Bagar, Vulay Insev, Insev, Loy Bagar, Dukuli Amalay Pligi. No one argues in the scenario where she becomes a Bagaras or she gets married. Everyone agrees she's not going to get fed from her father's estate. Kipligi was Machlegis Barusa Vulay Bagar. If she became an Arusa, but she didn't become a Bagaras yet. Chaintani Levi Masise. Levi also taught that in his Brysus, Levi had arranged his own set of Brysus according to the Shisha Sidre Mishnah, so he also taught in his Brysus, Ati de Bagron, Vimtis Maneho, and the Insabun, until she becomes a Bagaras and her time comes to get married. The Gemara asked, Harti, both of those things? That doesn't make sense. So we say, right, Ella, Oi Tabagron, Oi Yimtis Mane and Linsaba, either until she becomes a Bagaris or until she gets married. This is a Kitanai just like Machlekes Tanaim. Ad Masi Abasin Zainas, up until when is she going to get Mazainas from the father's estate? Achitaris, until she becomes an Arusa. And Mishum Rablazar Amru, the name Rablazar, they said Achitibagar, until she becomes a Bagaris. The Tanai of Yesef, he taught, up until when does she get fed from her father's estate? Ad Yavyon, until she reaches the state of Havaya. But now, Ibailu, they ask the question, Havaya de Erisun, Havaya de Nisun. Does that mean Havaya of Erisun or Havaya of Nisun? What does that mean, Havaya? Havaya is sometimes used to mean Erisun, sometimes used to mean Nisun. The Gemara says, you're right, Teku, we're going to have to wait for Eliyahu Anavi to come and answer that. But now trying to find an answer to this question.
question. Did you ever hear a clear psak halacha from Yabi Yehuda, whether or not in Arusa, who hasn't become a Bagaris yet, does she get Mazonis from her father's estate or not? So Amalei, Rabbi Yosef told him, I never heard a clear psak from Rabbi Yehuda, El Misvara Lesla, but Misvara, we say that she does not continue getting fed from her father's estate. Why is that? Kivan to Irsa, since she became an Arusa, and now she has a fiance, he, her Aras, doesn't want her to become degraded. If she's not going to get fed from her father's estate and she's going to have to go knocking on doors, that doesn't look good on the Aras. So even though he doesn't have a Chiv to feed her, the Aras is going to feed her. Now, Amalei, Rabbi Yosef told Rabbi Yosef, if you never heard of a clear psak, Misvara Isla, I'll tell you that Misvara, she still gets fed from her father's estate. Why is that? Since he's not 100% certain with her, what does it mean he's not certain with her? The Aras doesn't know if he's going to for sure marry her, even though they already had heirs and he still has to check to see whether she has Mumin. If she has certain Mumin, then they might be Mavato the whole thing. So he's not just going to throw his money out for nothing. He's not going to feed her and then at the end of the day not end up marrying her. So Chizra says that's a logic to tell us the other way around that she still does get Mazanis from her father's estate. Now, the Ikadamri, some say it was the other way around. Amrlay, that Rav Yosef had told him, Mashmalishmiyali, I never heard of anything from Rabbi Huda, but Misvara Isla, Misvara, she still gets fed from her father's estate, even though like Kimlai because he doesn't know if he's going to marry her, he's not just going to throw out money and feed her. Whereas Amrlay, Rav Chizra responded to him, if you never heard of a clear psak, so Misvara Lesla, it makes sense that she does not get fed from her father's estate. Kimlai, Irsa, since she already became an Arusa, her Aras doesn't want her to become degraded, knocking on doors, trying to find food, so therefore her Aras is going to feed her. Now, the Gemara tells us, Simon the Gavri, the Simon of the following people that we're going to encounter in the next Gemara is Shak Zaraf. What's Shak Zaraf? The Shin stands for Rev Sheshes, the Kuf stands for Reish Lakish, the Zion stands for Rebel Lazar, the Reish stands for Rava, and the Fe stands for Apapa. And what are they going to be talking about? Cases of Miana, the Yivma, Shnia, Arusa, and Vaansa. So the first case, the Bamini Rev Sheshes, that's Rev Sheshes. A girl who is Ma'enes, does she still get Mazonis from her father's estate or not? Her father died, her mother, brother married her off. We know she could do me and she could just walk out when she wants. So she did that. Now she's back in her father's Rishos. The question is, does she still get Mazonis from her father's Rishos? So Amalu Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes told him, Tani we learned it. Amana Beisavia, she's an Amana in her father's house. Ugrusha Beisavia, she's a Grusha in her father's house. Vishamaris Yavim Beisavia, or she's waiting for Yibum and she's in her father's house. Yashla Mazonis, she still gets fed from the father's estate. Now Rabbi Huda Omer, he says, Ayda Beisavia, if she's still in her father's house, Yashla Mazonis, she gets Mazonis. Ainu Beisavia, if she's not in her father's house, Ainu Mazonis, she doesn't get Mazonis. And we ask, Rabbi Huda Hainu Tanakama. It seems to be Rabbi Huda is the same thing as a Tanakama. So El Lav, it must be the Menes The difference is the case of Menes. The Tanakama, so the Tanakama holds Isla, she still gets Mazonis. That's because she's back in her father's house. Whereas Rabbi Huda, so Rabbi Huda holds Lesla, she doesn't get Mazonis because she's not considered to be in her father's house. She already got married, and the Meun doesn't bring her back to be considered to be in her father's house. Case number two, Bayi Reshlakish, Reshlakish has the following question Basi Vama, Yeshla Mazonis, Ainla Mazonis. Does the daughter of Yevama get Mazonis from the new husband or not? Reuven was married to Rachel, he died without children, so Rachel married his brother Shimon, and she had a daughter from him. The question is, does his daughter get Mazonis from her father's estate, from Shimon's estate? So what are the two Tzadim? Kivan the Amar since we've already said previously, that the Ksuba of this woman, Rachel, gets paid from her first husband's estate. So Lesla, that means that her daughter is not going to get Mazonis from Shimon, the second husband's estate, because her mother's Ksuba is coming from the first father's estate. Aydim, or perhaps, Kivan the Lesla Mirishon, if there is no Ksuba from the first husband, if Reuven was dirt poor and he had no money that was Yarshined by Shimon, his brother who married his wife, and we know that in such a situation, Takinu Rabbanu Misheni, the Rabbanu were metakein that Rachel's ksuba is going to come from her second husband. So Isla, in this scenario, Rachel's daughter from Shimon will get fed from Shimon's estate because in such a scenario, her mother's ksuba will be coming from her father's estate. So once again, we conclude Teku. Moving on to our third question, by Rabblazer, Rabblazer asked the following question: Bas Shnia Yeshla Mizaynus Ela Mizaynus. Does the daughter of a Shnia Laraius get Mizaynus from her father's estate or not? Reuven and Rachel got married, but they weren't allowed to because they were Isser Shnias Laraius. They were Arayus to Rabbanon. Reuven died. Is his daughter going to get Mizaynus from his estate? What are the two Tzadim? Nun Dalad Amon Alpha on top. Kivan the Lesla Ksuba. Since Rachel doesn't get a 
Suba in such a scenario because she married someone whom she wasn't allowed to, Laszlo Mazaini, so the daughter doesn't get fed. Aydomar, perhaps, Imadav de Yisura Kansura Banan. The mother did Navera, therefore the mother is Knas and she doesn't get Aksuba. But Ihi, this girl, Dolav de Yisura, she didn't do any Esser like Kansura Banan. Maybe the Rabanan didn't Knas her. Teiku, we're going to have to wait for Eliyonavi to come and answer that. Fourth question, by Rava, he asked, Basa Rusa What about the daughter of an Arusa? Does she get Mazinus or not? Ruven and Rachel, they're engaged, they're not married, they live together and they had a daughter. And then Ruven died. Does their daughter get Mazinus or not? What a tuts dadim kivin to Isla Ksuba, since the mother, Rachel, could get Ksuba technically if it was written for her, so Isla, then her daughter should get Mazinus, because that's Tanai Ksuba. Idilma, perhaps, kivin to like the Kinu Rabbanan Ksuba at Chas Nisuin, since the Takanas Chachamim, that a woman gets Ksuba, doesn't kick in until Nisuin, until there's real marriage, Lesla, so then the daughter doesn't get Mazinus. Once again, we answer Teiku. And the fifth and final question by Rav Papa, he asked the following question, Basa Anusa Yeshla The daughter of an Anusa, does she get Mazinus or not? Ruven was Ma'anis Rachel, he married her because he has to, as the Torah says, and he had a daughter, and then he died. Does that daughter get Mazinus? So the Gemara clarifies, This question is not according to Rabbi Yasser Rabbi Yehuda, to Amar, because he says, Yeshla the mother, Rachel, has a Ksuba of a mane, so therefore, built into that Ksuba is also a Tanai Ksuba that the daughter is going to get fed from the state. Kiti what's your whole question? As we learned previously, that the money of Knas that her father was paid, that is counted as the Ksuba, which means that for all intents and purposes, she doesn't have Ksuba. My, what's the halacha? Kim the Ksuba, since on one hand she doesn't have Ksuba, so less Lamazani. Therefore, her daughter is not going to get Mazanis either. Since there's no Ksuba, this Tanai Ksuba is not relevant either. I don't know, perhaps Ksuba time am I. What's the whole reason why a woman has to have a Ksuba? So it's not easy for the husband to divorce her. Vaha, but in this scenario where he was Ma'anis' woman and then he married her, he's not able to divorce her anyway, so that's the only reason why she doesn't have a ksuba. It's a technicality, but perhaps the tonight ksuba still should be in effect, and the daughter should get fed from the husband's estate. Once again, we conclude, teiku. So we have five questions, and we didn't come out with a clear answer in all these five questions. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about tonight ksuba. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.